Welcome to Sales Velocity TV, where we pull back the curtain on how the top businesses in the world sell more with less resistance. Bringing over 50 plus years of combined sales experience and over 100 million in revenue generated, please welcome the hosts of Sales Velocity TV and two incredibly entertaining gentlemen, Andrew Cass and Aaron Parkinson. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Sales Velocity TV. I'm Andrew, that's Aaron, and we're talking tools today. Aaron, how are you? Well, I'm doing amazing. It's Friday. I decided to go with a different look for those who watch our videos. I'm going no hat and half beard that's right. today. You know what? You're a hat guy. I look back, you have the Tony Robbins four-leaf clover hat going most of the time. I don't yep. notice because I see you a lot, but you're right. That's been the vintage... That's been your vintage uniform for Sales Velocity TV as we're, you know, 35 episodes in or something. Um, and me too. I went without my, you know, super cool Bono yellow glasses today. By the way, those glasses, I've talked about this a lot. Um, they're not real glasses. They're clear, but they're yellow and they block out a lot of the, the blue LED light. But a lot of people are like, man, those things look super cool. I, 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 where'd you get those? I'm like, you know, they're not a pair of shoes or a pair of jeans. They're actually for blocking out LED light. It's not a fashion statement, but... Um, but you know what? I will get I saw, some people saying today, "Where are your yellow glasses?" I, I saw a couple, uh, one of our our new clients um, yesterday had some on, and his were way more dark, and he it was for the same thing. And like I more actually like orange. For, they they looked dark, but not as like uh, yellow or orange as yours. I actually think yours look cooler. Um, so That's what they tell you know, me, man. For you. I get that a lot. Yeah, my stuff. But cooler. yeah, it's Friday. Feeling good. Um, what a crazy week, man. Uh, I, I know that you, you know, we've, you and I have both experienced this week. I hate to be the guy that sort of beats the same drum over and over and over oh. again. But you know what? If you, if you read, uh, the CEO of Starbucks, uh -huh. he said when they make Schultz, a change right? in their infrastructure in Starbucks, they make it a goal to repeat the change 500 times what over do you mean the next by repeat year. The change. So if they make like an infrastructure change, like on how they want to operate inside of their, their stores, mm -hmm. they, they, they make an infrastructure change. They repeat it to their team 500 times because if they don't, they find that it doesn't get doesn't instituted stick. properly. So think of a lot of the times when we say stuff, we say stuff as a one-off and then we expect that everybody's going to get it. And it's just not true. It's just not human nature. So I'm just going to keep saying it. Money is pouring from the freaking skies right now. If you are in this mentality of like, hey, the world, the sky is falling and COVID and stuff, I understand there's still people impacted, don't get me wrong, but in, in outside of those specific areas, there is so much money pouring into the economy, to business, to real estate, to services, to everything. It's a lot of bubbles, man. I mean, it's, it's true and it's concerning anytime you see it. And of course, it's good to see money moving around, of course, as a business owner. But there's so many bubbles that concern me. Stock market, cryptocurrency bubble, ah. which actually just got popped. Um, housing bubble, because it's economics. Bubbles don't last and things can't go up forever. But hey, you have to, the point is, you have to make hay while the sun shines. Absolutely. And right now, there's a nice post-COVID boom happening. And it will probably probably be here to stay for a little while, I think is your point. But it won't I be here to stay forever, be, I, I can tell you that. I much. think there's going to be bubbles like you talk about in, in certain sectors. But there, I keep going back to the Roaring Twenties analogy of where the, the next yeah. you know, five know years was just a massive boom because people were tired of being inside. They were they were much, much more willing to take risk because life meant more to them at that point. You know, They were much more creative. 
you know, all these things. And I, I know I can see it from my side. You know, we're, we're, we're about to have you and I a record month in June. Um, it already looks like a record month in July. You know, the, if, if you're looking through the wrong filter, I really challenge you to take a step back. It's easy maybe to do un- too. You know, because it's crazy right now. It is. It is. It's crazy. And that's a great thing it's, for it's, all of us. It's, it's, you know, we did a show on this. It's pent up demand. There's money flying around. But here's the thing. You got to be in the way of money. So Correct. we always come up across people who are struggling and it's like the world is falling and they, they don't have expendable cash to do much. And I'm like, there's so much of it out there. You might be in the wrong place, right? Because right. money moves to certain places. It doesn't move everywhere all at once. We could do a whole show no. on money, right? We should really. We should do a show on you know, the economics and, you know, what's behind the movement of money. But a lot of people are A players in a B opportunity and they don't realize it. Right. That's a great quote. That's a great quote. So sometimes they're really, it's like they're stuck, but they don't know why they're stuck because they're really sharp and they're, they have a ton of talent and they have a ton of potential, but you just might be in the wrong place and it's not wrong. You just have to be aware of it. And that's, I'm very aware of trends and I, I like to think I have good intuition and I like to see a few steps ahead of what's brewing. And I've done a pretty good job in my life and career of putting myself in situations where I know money will flow to them. And I won't chase a business opportunity or chase an idea because I'm emotionally attached to it or I love it. I will mainly chase something where I think there's good economics behind it. And I think you're the same way. I, I, I am. And, and things change all the time. And, 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 you know, even in traditional industries, there's changes in media, there's changes in technology, there's changes in fulfillment. And you got to make sure that you don't get too married to, you know, maybe what worked in the past, you know, and you learn to adapt and, and, you know, that's just, that's just constantly learning. Yeah. Right. But it's also, but it's also being constantly vigilant and not always, I'm also a big believer. Don't always take everything at face value, dig deeper, look at all sides. Otherwise you'll always make cockeyed decisions and that's, or, or you'll make, you'll have cockeyed <laughs> beliefs, right? You got to somehow, and it's hard to do, right? Whether it's politics, health, business, it economics, any, you got to somehow stay in the middle. As soon as you tilt left or right, high or low, no peaks, no valleys. I've said this on the show before, my football coach in college. Come on, guys, no peaks, no valleys. Don't get too high. Don't get too low. Stay in the valley. Stay in the middle. Stay, you know, stay sane, really. Well, and, and you said something there that, that's super, super important. And I talk to my kids about this all the time is you said, you know, it's hard, right? And, and my dad used to say only in the dictionary does success become before work, right? That's like, yeah, it's hard. Like that one. Right. Welcome to the real world. It's hard. If you want to have a basic average life, do basic average things. If you want to have an amazing life, do hard work for a certain amount of time so you can live the life in the future that most people will never live. That's a choice and there's no right or wrong. Happiness, whatever your happiness is, is your happiness. I'm not, I'm not judgmental, but you can't say I want more, but I want to do less than what they do. And you can't say I want more without becoming more. Agreed. So one of my all time favorite sayings from Jim Rohn, who I mention a lot here, Jim Rohn is to me, one of the greatest philosophers and personal development minds of our time. Um, he, he said something along the lines of you should strive to become a millionaire in life, not because of the money, but because of the person you will become in the journey to become a millionaire. 
in the process. In the process. And, I, and, yeah. I, and I'm a process guy. Like I've always enjoyed the preparation, right? So coming from sports, I know you have, I know, I, you know, I have, and I still, I still live in the preparation, even though I'm not preparing for anything, right? I still, and it's because if you, if you ever, in, if you ever get into a situation, business, fitness, health, whatever, where you actually enjoy the work, you can become so successful that it's, it, it can be scary. When you don't enjoy the work and everything's a pain in the ass and you don't like the preparation, you're not going to be able to go the distance, right? It's one of the reasons why Brady's still playing at 44 because he thoroughly enjoys. Like no one I've ever seen. Tiger Woods was like this. Jordan was like this. They love the preparation. They don't just like playing. They love training. They love rehabilitation. They love the nutrition. They love the training that goes into the, they, they, they love all of it. More than the game itself, or as, or equally as much as the game itself, and that's a fascinating characteristic of those who get really big in anything is they enjoy the preparation and the journey as much as the outcome. And I would add one more thing to that, and and I've seen it myself. You know, we get on here, and I think some people assume like we're some type of gurus, and we've got everything figured out, and we go through the same challenges. We don't know anything. Everybody we don't know a thing. Same ups and downs, same, same highs and, you know, same highs and lows. We, yeah. you know, we, we try to make sure there's not a lot of peaks and valleys, but we're humans and we're entrepreneurs and everything else. Mm-hmm. And I think where people, you know, they, people will hear you say something like you got to enjoy the process. It's very difficult to enjoy the process if you do the same thing over and over and over again. Right. Tony Robbins says that humans are driven by progress yeah. and that comes from genetics right? We are, we get endorphin hits from progress because we're designed to evolve. We're one of the few species on earth, if any, that are genetically programmed to continue to evolve, right? So if, if you're sitting there listening to this going, how can these guys say they enjoy the process and they love the business, whatever, don't get this misconstrued. I hate the business when it's the same mundane shit over and over and over again. When it's groundhog day, I'm like, ah, And so I step back and I evaluate it and I go, what's the problem here? The problem is I'm not making progress, right? So when you talk about these superstars, they're always working on something where they feel there's an evolution happening, right? Tom Brady's, you know, big thing was the evolution of his fitness, his nutrition, you know, all of those things, right? Jordan was like, hey, I started off being a slasher and a dunker and his, the progress that he became a shooter, right? As his career, you know, got extended, right? If, if you feel like you're stuck and you feel like you're not happy in what you're doing, it's probably because you're not making progress in what you're doing. And that's kind of where we started the show is like, you got to keep learning. You got to keep educating. You got to keep adding new things. You got to keep improving. You got to keep making progress one to stay competitive, right? But also to stay happy, Mm. If you don't feel to like stay, you're making to progress. To stay interested, to stay enthusiastic. Right. It's something you need to be very deliberate with. Otherwise, you will fizzle out quick. It's why people fizzle out of fitness so fast, diets mm-hmm. so fast, businesses so fast. They fizzle out because they don't keep switching it up and they don't keep seeing progress, obviously. Right? If you don't yeah, see progress, why would you want to do anything without progress? Yeah, they get to a level and they say, okay, now I'm going to maintain right? There is no such thing as maintenance. It, it, it really doesn't exist in my opinion. You're either moving f- backwards or you're moving forwards. That's a good point. Maintenance doesn't exist, right? So you get to that new level, you take a step back, you pat yourself on the back, you congratulate yourself, and then you say, okay, what's next? How am I going to continue to progress as an individual, as a business, in my spirituality, in my fitness, in my, 
in my finances, in my family, right? We are, we are, whether we want to admit it or not, we are genetically designed to be rewarded for progress. So there always has to be a what's next. And if you don't have that, then you're not maintaining, you're sliding backwards mm -hmm. and you're probably miserable because it's boring and mundane. Agreed. Agreed. You know, good opening. Well worth watching this opening or listening to this opening again, because you're right. A lot of times it's lack of awareness and just getting in an unconscious routine that just gets so monotonous that you lose interest and ultimately make no progress and ultimately just it becomes a downward spiral. And it applies to everything, relationships, fitness, business, yeah. health, nutrition, yeah. diet, all of it. All of it. Right? You got to have right? progress triggers along the way. Listen, we're going to do a whole episode on progress and the importance <laughs> of progress. No, I'm serious because Tony Robbins is right. It's the most, it's the most influential thing he's ever said. And I think he's built every one of his programs ever around progress. If you're not making progress in all of those areas I just mentioned, you're pretty much going to be unhappy for the most part, right? Well, and, and, and I don't mean to go off on a different tangent this morning, but I, you, you can know, go off I, on whatever tangent you want at your show. <laughs> I met, I met with a couple <laughs> of, say. I met with a couple of our clients this week and you know, they were asking me what they should be doing in their business. And, and a lot of this week's conversations were around developing new products further into their product line. Mm hmm Right. And they, and, and they, I could tell that their energy was, it, it, it made them feel like they were doing something to their customers in an, in an effort to make more money. Right. Like selling them. I don't want to keep selling them more, selling them more, selling them more. And I said, you need to change your filter of how you see this because your clients want more humans want growth. They want progress. And if you're delivering something that initially makes them happy, but then there's an end to your offerings, then they're going to say, thank you very much for what you offered, but they're going to go look for the next company, teacher, consultant, service business to take them to the next level. Why did they so, feel, did they feel like by developing new products, they felt too salesy? They yeah, felt like, like I think there was going to be like, too much in their stable to offer that they felt like they would turn their customers off. Yeah. And we talk a lot about, you know, Ascension models and adding more premium products and the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And, and I think that there's, there's like a misconception around that. Like, you know, I shouldn't offer, keep offering more and more and more. And, and the reality is, is your, your customers want more and they're either going to get more from you or they're going to go somewhere else to get more. So if you're not offering more, you're actually disappointing. You're a hundred percent right. And I can you tell know. you firsthand, Aaron, that if you're the kind of customer that gets upset or has a problem with being sold to, you will have a problem selling. You will never make money. You will That's be a frustrated, aggravated afraid to promote type person. Business is not for you if you have a problem being sold to. Like, And I know in our community in Pipeline Pro, the software that drives the sales velocity show, that we're always coming up. We brought in a Google My Business team a couple of weeks ago. We brought in a virtual assistant service a couple of weeks ago. We're bringing in two or three other things you and I both know in the next few months. And once in a while, somebody will be like, wow, you guys just offer too much stuff. I'm overwhelmed. And I go, oh, I'm not taking it personally, but I'm concerned for you. Well, yeah. And why did we, why did we introduce Because they're going to go get it somewhere else. Well, because At least our have customers, the choices, right? Well, when we actually listened to our customers, our customers said, you know, man, like I'm so overwhelmed. I wish I had an admin. I wish I had somebody to handle all these things for me. And we said, 
we should solve this problem for them. Exactly. Let's get a VA service, right? Good point. Uh, then they said, uh, you know, I, I, I really wish I could rank in the, the top three of Google in my local area. Can you guys help us with that? We said, okay, well, we'll go partner with a Google My Business per you know. Or we'll we're create the product ourselves. We're developing those not because we're sitting here like, you know, twirling our mustaches going, you know, what, what else can we sell these people? Our customers are saying, I have a problem. Can you provide the solution for me? And if we don't, it's no problem. They'll just go buy it somewhere else. And listen, we're capitalists. You're a capitalist listening to this. You create a solution to a problem and you capitalize on it and you make money. That's what, that's how life works. Right. And right? it makes sense. If you're going to solve a problem and you're going to create a solution and invest time, money, energy, and resources in the solution, this isn't a charity. You're not doing it for free. You're doing it to add another income stream, another pillar of value to your business. That's how business works. Right. right? And there's a key point that I want to make here is that. If you don't listen to them and you don't provide the solution, they'll go and get it somewhere else. But let me tell you, they won't be as happy to do so. And here's why. Because if you did it right in the beginning, they already know, like, and trust you. And humans don't want to go have to establish that new know, like, and trust relationship with someone else in order to be served the product. They would rather buy it from somebody they already know, like, and trust because they don't want to have to go through that new relationship building process, right? So if you don't offer it to them, if you don't find the right product, if you don't create the right thing and you don't offer it to them, you are doing them a disservice and making them unhappy that they have to go find it somewhere else. Yep. Right? So it, it's a, it's a, and these are, it ties right back into progress, mm. right? Are you listening to your customers? Are you developing new things? Are you serving them at a higher level? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Maybe you're not. Maybe you're stagnant. Maybe you've been selling the same thing to the same people for the same amount of time forever and it's like, I'm bored, right? And if you don't have that, that energy, that excited energy to wake up in the morning as the entrepreneur, you're in deep trouble because- it's Tough to go the distance if you don't. Yeah, I tell I tell our clients all the time that the, the the CEO, the owner, the founder, whatever, their energy is what drives the business. When their energy and their excitement start to wane, you can almost count the months before this thing just goes into the ground. So last thing we'll say, Aaron, because we want to get onto these five tools, by the way, which are mm -hmm. super cool and tools that we use every single day that are just game changers, is I'll ask you, then I'll ask me, what are some of the ways to keep enthusiasm high and get out of a rut if you're in a rut so you can keep putting yourself in a position to make progress in different areas so that you keep things exciting yeah, I mean, you and, and you, I keep, will, you keep things obviously The very upbeat. first thing I look at is controlling my physiology, right? So if you're in a rut, first thing I always look at is what is your, what is your fitness routine? Because your fitness routine is the first thing that's going to, to artificially or however you want to create The physicality it. is key. It's going to create energy automatically. You're going to feel better. You're going to be smarter. You know, it's scientifically proven. Your neurons are going to fire faster in your brain. Right away, I'm looking at my fitness. Second, I'm looking at my goals, right? Do I have any goals in place? A lot of the times we slip away from the goals and we just keep going through the routine busy, and we don't busy, set busy, new goals. Right? Yeah, and you're like, and then you, you don't even really know what you're working for. Right. And then the third thing is once I've established those goals, I look at my business and I ask, how can we create progress in this business and elevate it to the next level that will allow me to hit my goals? Right. So it's a three step process, right? It's physiology, 
It's reevaluating my goals and what I want in life. And then it's evaluating what I have in front of me and how I can allow them to progress to be able to hit them. And by the way, that's coaching. That's consulting. If you don't have coaching, consulting, or advisors in some way in your corner and you're, ro- you're rocking your business on an island, then expect to hit that rut way sooner than later and or expect to stay in that rut if there isn't a second set of eyes that can help you get out of that rut. Even just listening to what we just said right here might help you become aware of the rut you may be in. We all get in them, by the way. I get in them of all course. the time because I'm so addicted to progress that I think I'm too addicted to progress that I get in a rut quicker than most. So like you said a second ago, if you're sitting here listening, going, oh, well, these guys sound like they have it all figured out. I will tell you firsthand that I am in a rut more than not because I'm addicted to progress almost in a way that's somewhat toxic. Because if I have a week where I've been busy running a company, dealing with operations and people, and I look at the end of the week and I go, I didn't really progress in the things that matter most, like driving revenue, doing marketing, promoting, which as a sales show, those should be the number one drivers. I'm kind of pissed off and not the, not the most pleasant person to be around. Yeah, you may be on the opposite end of the spectrum where you might fall into the impatient category. Probably, yeah. But I would rather be in the impatient category than in the stagnant category. No doubt. Right? And But it is a battle, I I have to tell you. You have to Yeah, and and my wife always says your your impatience is your greatest tool and your greatest weakness. But you're not that impatient. Uh, I'm getting better, you know, as I get older. I may be a little bit better than you. But <laughs> that's probably I think my that, point. <laughs> I think that we were probably exactly the same, you know, five years ago, which especially we were very much the same when we first met. I've got a little bit more patient, you know. Yeah, yeah. In my forties. Yeah. That's a good point. You know. But let's talk about these tools. Okay. Right, tools so, and pillars. So we have five today, five tools. And it took us a while to get to them. It took us a full um took us a full twenty one minutes to get to these tools, but man, it was worth it. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> but though? hey, listen. Tools are awesome and we come across so much stuff in running our own business and overseeing clients and doing coaching programs that there's a couple staples we go to at all times, which we'll talk about. I'll let you do the first two sure, and I'll do the second two and we'll kind of jump in on one another. But I yeah, know and the, I wanted to do this, this quick episode. Yeah, how'd you break on, it down? You broke it down. Yeah, nice earlier. I, I wanted this quick episode on tools because it's so often that we use them every day and then we ask our clients, you know, do you guys use these and they don't even know they exist, right? So you know, we take things for granted all the time because we're in the trenches and, and, and I wanted to share these with our clients today. So really the way that I look at it is there's, when you're making sales, there's three parts to sales, right? There's your marketing, right? And then there's your actual sales process, right? And then there's your follow-up process and continuing to, you know, build your brand, right? So when we look at these three different pillars, right? I wanted to share one of the tools that we find extremely useful um, you know, in our, our marketing side, which is Facebook ad library, right? And some people may know about Facebook ad library, but based on, on my surveying people, it's 95% amazing, it's of people don't. How many don't? Yeah, it's, I, I, I literally, it's probably 90%, right? So what happened when Facebook had to go in front of Congress is they, they had a whole bunch of privacy things that they had to, you know, make changes to, right? And one of the things that they, they were forced to do was, put together Facebook ad library. So you can go and Google exactly that term, Facebook ad library, and you'll see the link. It's the first one at the top. And basically what it allows you to do is look at any page of any business advertising on Facebook, right? And you can choose the country they're advertising in. You can choose the type of ads they're advertising. And you just punch in the page name itself and you, and you click search and you'll instantly be able to see all of their live ads. Now, why Amazing. is this important, right? 
Well, if you're doing research, let's just say you're in the, uh, the painting industry, right? And you want to see what your competitors, specifically the ones that are more successful than you, are putting in their ads to create inbound lead generation, then you can start to take your messaging, look at their visuals and their messaging, amalgamate them together, and all of a sudden you're cutting out maybe weeks or months of testing because you've already got proof of concept. And what I like to do is look at the oldest ads first because it actually shows the date they were launched. Hmm. Because if you've got an ad that's been running since January of should, last year, nobody's gonna be yeah, nobody's gonna be paying money to run an ad for a year unless it's profitable, mm-hmm. right? So I actually scroll down and I look at the oldest ad first and the newest ad last, right? And the first thing I'll do is I'll look at you know either their video or their image or their ad copy and I'll break it down and see what's unique about it. And then I'll actually click through to their website, which you can do there, and I'll see their, their layout. It's available. It, it, it annoyed Amazing. the hell out of me when it first came out. It's almost like you're cheating, most, right? It's like you, you, yeah, you, it, you can see as behind a marketer, the curtain, right? Truly. Yeah, as a marketer, I hate it because people steal my stuff all the time. Yeah, that's the downside. But also as a marketer, I love it because I can go and see what's working with other marketers, right? So, you know, you can go through to their website. You can see how it's laid out. You can see the messaging. You can see the call to action. You can see all of these things. And and when you're not – when you do that kind of research before you start putting your stuff together, it cuts down on so much wasted ad spend, right? And I'm not saying you just go out and copy everybody. What I'm saying is – is, is find the framework that has a proven, you know, track record and then creatively iterate off of that with your own USP or your own unique creativity or whatever, but start, you know, with, with a foundation that's proven, right. Both in the ad in the, in, it's because it's all, most of the time it's about messaging, yeah. right. It's about how people are actually, you know, speaking to people's problems and you might not have thought of a lot of these things. So if you've never used Facebook ad library and you've never researched what your competitors are doing, specifically the competitors that are doing better than you, it's a phenomenal research research tool to build your arsenal off of. Number one, Facebook ad library. What's number two? So tool, tool number two is once you have sort of established maybe what the framework of the messaging can be in your ads or, or in your, you know, your funnel, your offer, whatever, you, you probably are going to start to write some of those things. And, and we see that this is a challenge for a lot of our clients is they're not copywriters, right? So the words are clunky, doesn't flow right. You know, it doesn't sound like natural spoken word and, and, and it's no, you know, no judgment on them. They probably haven't read the, you know, 20 copywriting books that you and I have and, and copywriting takes time. Right. But there's a great tool called Hemingway. Right. It's free. It's to- both of these tools are free, by the way. Right. There's a Which great tool called amazing. Hemingway. And you can just Google it. And basically what you do with Hemingway is you take whatever you want to write in your ad or your website or your email or whatever you want to send out. And you just copy and paste it right in. And what it will do is it will make suggestions to change in what you've written to try and make it easier for people to understand. And it will actually grade it at a school level. So it will say, you know, this is currently written at a grade eight level, grade seven level, right? And at first you're gonna look at it and, and maybe it would be the grade seven level and you think, oh my God, I need to make it more, you know, eloquent or sophisticated. No, 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 it's the opposite way around. You wanna get it to a grade four level, 
Because what we found is that when you can get your copy to a grade four level, it will convert higher than anything else because it's the easiest to understand. There's no friction in what you're saying, right? So it will give you direction on what to change to get it down to that grade four level and go and test it. Test what you would originally write and then test the grade four level version and see what happens because I guarantee the grade four level will beat you every single time. Beautiful. Tool number two. So talking front end, so from a front end advertising and promotion standpoint, there's our two tools. Now we're going to go middle. And yep. then what are we going to do? Front, middle, and kind of back, like back end. Right? Kind of back. One, one really cool tool from the back end here in a second. But middle tool is, you know, really the best of the best. And we're going to be as self-serving as all hell here because it's our show. Absolutely. Absolutely <laughs> blatantly self-serving. But we have, I mean, literally years ago, we were using... But we've used every CRM out there. Let's put it that way. Yeah. You got the customer relationship management tool in the middle is is absolutely enormous. It's the nucleus of any business. You can't like be patching an email autoresponder over here and a spreadsheet with leads over here and maybe over here like you have a dialer system like like this isn't patchwork. This is business, this is growth, this is scale, this is selling in. You sell and you scale by systems and with platforms, not with little pieces of technology patched together like it's uh you know, and you like, stay like, organized. You don't yeah. want it all so, over the place. So we've used Infusionsoft. We've used HubSpot. We've used Salesforce. We've used Entreport. We've used Soho. like all the MailChimp, yeah, MailChimp, Aweber, and all of them. And we realized that we were patching a lot of things together. So we launched a company called Pipeline Pro, which a lot of you are familiar with, which powers this show. It's our software company. It's our SaaS company. And we broke it into two pieces where a piece of the software is a really simple inbound tool, super inexpensive. And then you can add a very powerful outbound tool to it. That's an option that we have internally within software. So three and four is our company, Pipeline Pro. And the third one is the inbound tool. So if somebody goes to our website, gopipelinepro.com or .info, which is the corporate site, they can activate a license to Pipeline Pro, lifetime license at this time, right? Depends on when you may see this, to get a basic, basic, basic version of our software, which is an inbound tool, calendars, sales tracking dashboard, chat widget, and unlimited funnels and websites with no hosting costs, no monthly fees. Quick, simple, down and dirty inbound tool to be able to manage leads and have everything in one place. Phenomenal. Some yep. want to turn it into the full CRM, which is number four, which is by adding our marketing automation suite, which is our outbound marketing add-on, email, text, voice broadcast, and outbound phone calling and unlimited team members, and unlimited contacts. Unheard of in software, by the way, both of those. Yeah. There's usually limitations. We don't have them. Now it becomes an inbound and an outbound tool. It comes full circle, and it becomes the CRM we've always been looking for that fills all those gaps, checks all those boxes, in which we don't have to have seven, six, eight different subscriptions, all trying to talk to each other, all requiring fancy programming, which drives me crazy, as you know. Because it breaks at, all the time. It, there's always a break. And you know that I'm as like on top of programmers as I can be. I want them to be doing as little as possible. I look at programming almost like I look at medicine. Unless it's life or death, or in lawyers, by the way. Lawyers <laughs> and medicine. Unless it's life or death, I'm either going to die or go to jail, stay out of my life. You don't need to push medicine down my throat unless I'm going to die. And I'm never hiring a lawyer unless I'm on the verge of going to jail because a lot of it's just a sham. I feel the same way with programmers and developers. It's almost like the mechanic. I have no idea 
what needs to be done on my car, but you could go easily run up 80 hours of work and I wouldn't know the difference. So I want something simple that isn't going to require all kinds of unknowns. You see where I'm going here? Yep. And that's why we were able to get an all-in-one ecosystem together that has an inbound component and an outbound component. So really sales uh, tools, number three and four, having an inbound management system, number four, being able to go outbound, very important in a multimedia fashion. If you're just email today, you're going to have a hard time getting noticed because most people, the inbox is 300 a day. Your email might arrive. It might not. Spam is a huge issue today, even if it's perfectly clean and compliant. So you got to somehow show up by text periodically and you got to somehow show up by voice. Good old fashioned being on the phone, voice drop, voice broadcast, text message, email. You got to kind of play that portfolio approach with communication today or you will get lost as just another email marketer. So that's three and four. And it has completely changed the way we run businesses. It's completely changed the way we do business. And it's completely changed the way every client, coaching member, and anybody in our community operates going forward because it's almost like the shackles get released. And now they have speed and momentum because they're not bogged down with what I call kryptonite, which is too much tech. Yeah, and, and, and it's almost like having a full-time employee. Right. Full time employee, yeah. manage your leads, get them on your calendar, follow up by email, follow up by text, you know, follow up by voice broadcast, you know, automatically onboard them. You know, it, it's like a full time employee, you know, that it does cut out a lot of manpower. It's a good point. It's a huge amount of manpower. And most of the time when we talk to, to clients who don't have something like this in place, they know it. They know they're disorganized. They got it on spreadsheets or sticky notes yeah, or in their and, and they know they're losing money, you know, and as everything becomes more competitive, you can't lose money just based on being disorganized. If you're losing money based on being disorganized, you need to grow up and you need to start running your business properly. You need properly. to smarten up too, because it's one thing to know that you are a mess with management. It's another to stay a mess with management. Right. Right. So Talk about when progress. I say management, it's I mean the management of your leads, your prospects, the most important element of the business to manage is leads and prospects. If you don't have a system for managing leads and prospects, I don't care if you have a cure for cancer. No one's going to know about it because you can't manage the prospects to tell them about it. Right. Right. So you know, super it, critical is management of the data. Yeah. And that's, you know, going back to progress, right? If you don't have something like this in place, good point. Talk about a great way to create progress, right? Talk about a great then way there's to cripple progress if you don't have something like this in place, yeah, right? Exactly. And let's talk about tool number five. Number five right? is super cool. Number five you, is you, you stumbled across this yeah. this year and you just absolutely loved it. And, you know, being the person that's that's primarily in charge of traffic and media, you know, I tell our clients all the time, you know, it's great to, for you to tell your clients how amazing you are and what you do and your story and give the information. But it's equally as important to have your customers tell your leads and prospects how amazing you are, how great the product is, how great the service is, how great the experience is. And the single best way to do that is testimonials. And I'll take it a step further. Video testimonials vastly outperform image testimonials. They do. Right? It's, I think people just feel like image testimonials can be faked. And I've seen that done a million times before and they don't really believe them, right? Yeah. And, it's, so, and, and listen, video testimonials are, it's human. It's more humanized. Yeah, it is. It, 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 Clearly. It's believable. It's interactive. It's all those good things, right? So how do you get video testimonials from your people. Well, the first thing you do is you just send out an email to your customers and you thank them so much for, you know, being a part of your community and you let them know that testimonials are important. I mean, look at Amazon. I don't even go on Amazon now and buy anything unless it's got a five-star review. Yeah, good point. Right? I mean, it, we've been conditioned 
by the reviews and the testimonials and let them know that it's really important to you. Maybe offer them a giveaway of some sort. Like, hey, if you send in a testimonial by noon tomorrow, I'm going to give you this for free. That way there's like an incentive for them to do it now and not do it later. So you've got some type of sense of urgency. Mm -hmm. You just send that out. But then here comes the roadblock, right? Is the technology. (laughs) I knew how you were setting this up. Good work. Right? The technology is like, in the past, what we've uh, done is just, okay, take out your iPhone, you know. Set up a click, camera, right? Click video, click reverse, look at your face, Save hold the video, it this way. figure out how to send the file, right? Set, yeah, that email the file here or put Boy, it in a Dropbox. Unless I'm or, being paid, that doesn't sound like a fun idea. It doesn't sound fun at all. So you found this this great tool this year, and we're not being paid to endorse this or anything like that. We, we, we really just like should to share. be. I'm really disappointed we're not being paid to, to endorse this, to be honest with you. <laughs> are, Again, talking about anti- capitalism, I, 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 was I don't, I don't say know we how they don't have an affiliate program. I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed. <laughs> but, but a good friend and client of mine for many, many years gave me this tool uh, probably last year, and it's called Video Ask. And I think it's videoask.com, and it is it is an app. I mean, it starts off, obviously, you set yourself up on the on the desktop, but then you download the app. And what happens is, you shoot a video. So I would shoot a video right now, like on my camera and say, you know, Hey, it's Andrew here. Can, you know, I I wanted to get some feedback on the experience you had with us. And I have three questions for you. If you could just press the button on your phone and answer them right on your phone, it would be unbelievable. And here are the reasons why you should do that. Maybe I would incentivize them, whatever, whatever, whatever. So you send them a link. Like I would record that video like I'm doing right now on my desktop inside my video ask account, and it will spit out a link and what will happen is I would send you the link, Aaron, either by email or text. And it would be, if you pull it up on your phone, you tell people to open it up on your phone. You hit the link, let's say it's a text message, and it opens up my video saying what I just said. And all you need to do is press reply on the phone and it starts recording you with your video testimony on the spot. And as soon as you hit done, the video automatically uploads into the video ask orbit and their testimonial without them sending or saving anything just lives inside your video ask account. So all the client or prospect has to do is just press the button on the phone from the link you sent them. And you can just, you can just pile in testimonials because path of least resistance, there's no real legwork. It's really annoying. Like you said a second ago to get someone to do a testimonial when they have to shoot the video on their own device, save it, send it, maybe upload it. If it's a heavy file, I mean, that's a lot of work when you're Technically, you know, they're technically the customer. It's like, why? And they're doing you a favor. Yeah, exactly. So when they can just hit a button, it's so fast and in, in, in so much less drama for the, for the end users. Really cool. And, and I would hi- like, if you've got any type of volume in your business, I would automate this. You know, you could automate this inside of Pipeline Pro, Good you point. know, after 30 put days, in a, put it in days, responder of some 90 kind. days, yeah, it's great. put it in a follow-up email and be collecting these regularly. So we have a couple video at like, and you can do multiple video asks. Like you might have a video ask for a testimonial. You might have a video ask for a done for you service you have. You might have a video ask for whatever, right? And we have some that are running for like a year. I shot the video a year ago and my team just knows that when a project is complete and we need a testimonial, you don't get them from everybody. But if you can incentivize people to give you a testimonial, maybe if you give us a testimonial, we'll send you a gift card or, you know, we'll do a 20 minute consulting session. Sometimes people need a little, a little push to do it. Others will just do it because they love doing it, but it does have a text feature. Also, some people just despise being on video, Aaron, like the, the thought of them shooting something on their phone is like, they'd rather die. So there is an option in the video ask where it will say, reply in video or reply by text. You could turn it off if you want, if you really want video. 
But if you have, you can have both options where the person could type in the testimonial as well because they don't want to be on video. So sometimes you get a few well-typed written testimonials as well. I personally like having both, but yeah, I would prefer video any day of the week. And I think you would as well. And this tool is just that it's a video testimonial service that is just fast as lightning. And we use it for everything. Anytime we need testimonials for anything we've ever done, specifically our coaching program comes to mind when we get to the, the end of a six, seven week coaching program that you and I do together. We're like, Hey guys, Number one, we'd love your testimonial because we really want your feedback. But number two, when you see the tool we're using to get it, you're going to love it and want to use it for your business. So it's really fun to actually promote the tool as well. And damn, now we're not getting paid. Now, now, Why now are we not getting paid? paid? I know. I was like, that now was one really hell of a commercial. Paid. We need to get an affiliate link for these guys. And, 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 start. and so I don't think they have an affiliate program, which is why I'm sitting here puzzled because if they did, you know, I would have it. <laughs> <laughs> but those are our five tools. Those aren't the only tools. But what we tried to do here was do two on the front end, two on the middle management piece. Your CRM is your nucleus. And then one on the back, right? How do you beef up third party testimonials and third party validation, which is the most important thing I think you can have in your business today? It's almost like you're missing a whole pillar of the business if you don't have new regular third-party validation testimonial slash case studies coming in. It's almost like Absolutely. it's almost like today, if you don't see that in a business, you're like, everything looks great, but why isn't anybody talking about it? I'm right. almost I'm almost more skeptical today of the business that doesn't have testimonials, Aaron, than obviously the ones that have a whole lot. You're like, wow, these guys. Well, are and just to drive that nonstop. home. You know, just to drive that home, almost every client that comes into the agency, by the time they get on a Zoom with me, they tell me, I watched all your video testimonials on your site. See? I say, you watched all? And they say, yeah, all. Uh, oh, okay, great. Right? Pretty much everything's been explained if by someone else. If they weren't there, how much, more how much more resistance would there be in the sales process right. if they weren't there? right. We talk about you know? how to sell more with less resistance. It's the whole theme and premise of Sales Velocity TV. And here so is- I planted, That's why I planted that word right there. Save, so you right, save the best for last. Well, second best. <laughs> Pipeline Pro is the best, right? But saving the, the, the best tool for last for just the acquisition of third-party validation. People are so skeptical today, more than ever. How do you overcome that? You overcome it with tools for third-party proof and validation of why you're so good at what you do. And if you don't have them, I'll leave off with this. If you don't have- not one or two, but you need a bunch today and you need to figure out a way to keep getting them so that that portfolio of testimonials grows. If you don't have that, you're going to, you're going to run up against that wall of constantly having to prove you're good at what it is that you do and prove it with selling and persuasion and it being a lot of work. This just creates a lot less friction and a lot less work actually. And, and if you're brand new, you know, and you're watching this, you're saying, well, I don't have any customers, blah, 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 blah. I'll give you one more tip and then we'll end the show today. Everybody's got friends, right? Don't charge your friends. Put your chart, put your friends through your service for free and say, I'm happy to give this to you for free, you know, for the next 30 days or one off or however you want to structure it and say, the only thing I'm going to ask you is to give me a review and some, you know, realistic feedback on what you see, yep. right? And so you go out and you send your product or, you, you know, to 20 of your friends who say, yeah, I'm down for that. Or you... You know, you connect with them and you put them through the service or whatever and you, you collect those and now those go into your ads, they go into your website, they go into your follow-up emails and your, your life becomes so much easier. By the way, it doesn't even have to be friends or family or a warm market. If you're getting started in any kind of business where you need to get some clients in the queue, 
go do work for free for a certain amount, certain amount of time, improve concept, right? You may have a service or a fulfillment platform and you need to make sure it works and you might need to do some work for free for a month or a couple of weeks just to see if the process works. When it does, sure. you can flip that prospect onto a, a paid platform and obviously get yourself some testimonials and some case studies. So it's actually good advice anyways to get proof of concept going and actually get case studies in the queue or testimonials in the queue. Good point. Good point. So Absolutely. five tools today, everybody. Hope that was helpful. Not the only five, but certainly the, the key five that we use. And, you know, don't it's, turn yourself into a tool factor where you're using 20 tools at any given time. I'm, I'm, I'm a less is more guy. I think you are as well. Find a couple key core tools that work for you. These are the ones that work for us. And try to put the blinders on. It's so easy to end up with a million softwares, a million tools, a million subscriptions. You see an ad on Instagram. You see an ad on Facebook. Oh, this one looks cool. Free trial, lifetime license, you know, small amount of money to get started. Subscription over here. Next thing you know, you have 10 things and you don't even know where to begin with the first one you bought. So I would say keep it simple. Less is more. Get proof of concept with using some of these core that we've used right here. You won't need a whole lot of other stuff and you'll save a ton of time and money. Yep, I agree. And that's key. Time and money is key. All right. I'm going to leave it there, Aaron. Anything else to add before we wrap it today? I think we uh, covered Maybe a lot just of let ground. people know where they can see other episodes from the past. As always, salesvelocitytv.com gives you access to every episode of Sales Velocity TV and radio that we've ever done. Obviously, you can download the show on iTunes, on Google, on Stitcher, on Amazon, I believe. You'll see all that over at salesvelocitytv.com. And as always, we're live in the public Sales Velocity TV page on Facebook every Friday. 11 a.m. Eastern. That's Aaron. This is Andrew. Look forward to seeing you on the next episode. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Sales Velocity TV is powered by Pipeline Pro, the ultimate all-in-one sales pipeline management and marketing automation platform that makes all others obsolete. And we can prove it. Take a tour at gopipelinepro.com. See you on the next episode.